Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable. We got another great guest today, Tony Lucidi, Lucidi Technical Solutions. My buddy Tony, we've been working on some great things together. I am very happy to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate Absol- it. Absolutely. So, give me the sixty-second spiel of what Lucidi Technical Solutions does, and then we'll get into what you and I have been working on. Sure, sure. So, we're a full-service IT consulting company, um, website design, social media marketing. Um, but predominantly lately uh, helping businesses uh, improve their overall business processes and trying to utilize the existing software that they have to make those improvements. And you're a, uh, you're a big Office 365 guy. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. your world. You live in it. Yep. I've talked to a lot of people about Office 365. Yep. You have a totally different way of looking at it. You really kind of know, know the nitty-gritty, really understand it, understand what it takes from a process standpoint and is able to help people implement things to really help their business. Yeah, I, I think what, what happens is, and you and I have had this conversation before, most businesses have Office 365. They have no idea how to implement it or utilize it. Um, when I first met you and saw what you guys were doing, you know, you guys were ahead of the curve. You guys have already implemented SharePoint. You guys have already started using SharePoint for an intranet and things like that. Most companies are not even clearly where you are. They're just using, if they're using SharePoint at all, it's just document libraries. Yeah. No metadata, no nothing, just basics. And it's crazy because I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. And then working with you, I feel like we're evolving and we're taking so many leaps, but we're still not there. There's still so much there. I think that really more than anything is people don't understand the power of the suite that Microsoft has put together. I agree completely. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you have yeah. Google, you have yep. Microsoft, you have, you have all these different solutions, and I've used both, and, I, and I've come from a world where I was so high on Google. Like, it was so easy. You just set up, you yeah. set up G Suite, you set up, yeah. they have everything that you ever need, yeah. but it's not even close to well, what Microsoft's doing. You know what it is? What's missing is the integration piece of it, yep. right? Um, even to the point where the basics, right? Everybody uses Excel, everybody uses Outlook, and everybody uses Word. What most people don't realize, all three of those can integrate with each other. I did a, an Excel program that went into Outlook, yeah. pulled the contacts, and passed them on to another application. Simple. Yeah. But it's the integration piece of it. Google's, they don't really have that. They're, they're, they're improving it, but they're just nowhere near where Microsoft is on the integration piece. Definitely. And that's where Microsoft is pushing heavily. Definitely. So let me just tell everybody a little bit about what we got going on so you don't think this is just going to be another boring podcast of us talking about <laughs> Word and Excel, right? So what we're doing here is we, we've really kind of committed to making sure that we are a technology-driven company. We want to be a, a technology company first, real estate development, construction manager second, right? So we've actually established our entire process. We've architect in our mind our entire process and our entire workflow from taking a property from absolutely nothing, just a concept or, or dirt, right? Where we actually, we source this property, we capitalize this property, we get it rezoned, re, whatever, we get all the approvals in place and go through the whole development process. We build it, sell it or lease it, and then manage it on the back end. And all of that integrates together back into one central system where we can drive our investors and they can see their investment platform. And what we're doing now is we're actually using Microsoft and all the backend tools like SharePoint or even things like Power BI, Power Automate, all these things that you don't even realize you have in Microsoft to actually integrate all those things together, drive all these things together and 
automate that workflow so that the next person kind of knows, hey, you're up. You pass that baton to the next person, whether that through email or Teams integration, whatever, you pass the baton and you say, hey, you're up, you're next. You know, we've, we've gone through the discovery stage in our estimating process. We've ca- gathered all that information. Now it's ready to be estimated. Hey, estimators, you guys are up. Here's all the key information right. from prior, and this is what you guys are doing. And Anthony's kind of, you're, you're helping us manage, map out, architect, and design that entire system, starting with a small piece right now. We've, yep. only, got, we've only gotten the taste, right? And look, and look how much we've gotten oh, in just that small taste. It's look, incredible. Exactly. Incredible. Look how large that just got. So if you guys, we're going we're gonna to talk a lot about this. I am a big believer in this. I'm just going to say it right up front. I am a huge believer in automating your processes. It helps you save time. It helps you save money. It helps morale. It just makes everything so much simpler. And this guy has the tools to get it done. So let's just talk about from from just the start. Like when people are looking to build out these processes, but wh- where do we start? Take me through the journey of the first the first meeting and what it looks like. Well, what, what did we do with you? So, okay, right? fine. I mean, basically, yeah. it's, it's the same process, right? It doesn't change. Yeah. So you and I met, and you came up with an idea of what you want to try to do. Yep. And you start from the very beginning. What's step one? What's step two? What's step three? It's my job to guide you through what are the different pieces, Power Automate. Well, what is that? That's your workflow engine, right? Yep. So that's going to be the guy moving this stuff around. SharePoint's going to be the place where we're going to hold the documents, where we're going to hold the list. That's my job. Your job is to give me what does that process look like. And I think that's where people get hung up. Yep. And it's, and it's a process. Oh, absolutely. The building out the process is its process in itself. Absolutely. You 100%. really have to understand yes, you do. where you're going and what you're looking to do. You don't have to have it all figured out. No. The brainstorming can happen. We kicked ideas around and we started off saying we wanted this and it evolved into this. Yeah. And not because you wanted to sell us and, we, you know, oh, hey, listen, I can give you more hours. I could sell more money. It made perfect sense when absolutely. we were done. This makes sense. And we could take that piece by piece, right? Yep. It doesn't have to be a major overhaul or a major investment. No. You could take it piece by piece. As a matter of fact, you're 100% right. Where, where I found success is when you take a small piece and you build on that and you build more and more. What's good about the platform is you can integrate and build on top of it. It doesn't have to be this beginning to end full business cycle. It could literally be a smaller piece, which I highly recommend yep. doing because then you get yourself, you get your feet wet, you get your ideas out there, you see how well things are going to work, what is working, what's not working. And we started just, and so everyone knows, we started with a small piece. We actually started with the Colca Interactive process, right? Right. Because we have this video production crew and team and, and department that we have that, that has to run efficiently. Right. We have a whole marketing department. You know, It's almost a marketing company within the company, right? right? The yeah. way that we operate all this Colca Interactive stuff in the production side. And we needed all those processes to manage the different editors, manage the different processes, manage the different shows. And you helped us kind of design and architect, and we're almost done with it, a whole system that will actually make it much easier to not only will the workflow be easier, right? But managing those people, managing those resources. Right. And more importantly than anything is managing the data. Correct. Right? Yeah. It's a whole data-driven system where if if our if our editors mess up in spelling or they mess up in this and listen guys, it's coming because you guys are going to be watching this and you're going to be edit. You guys don't even know it's coming <laughs> yet, but it's coming, right? Where anything that they mess up, right? We're going to know about it so we can have conversations with them and we could say, Correct. "Hey, listen, you know, the last three times you guys sent me something back, you know, we right. had a problem X, Y, and Z. 
uh, you know, I really need, we need to get this better. We need to make it so that this number of videos or this number of revisions comes back. Right now it's 20, you know, a month. We need it down to five. Right, you know? and that, that's, you're 100% right. That is the key. The date is the key. The improvements to the productivity, those are upfront cost savings. Those are great. But in the end, it is the data. Um, and to your point, uh, I, I had done uh, applications, uh, some processes where it was checking, you and I had this conversation, it was checking KPIs. Yep. So now management set these triggers that says this task should only take five days. And it was tracking that task. And so this way management turned around and they ran a report that says, you know, which one of these, why are we moving off? Why are we not getting this? And they used it as incentives, right? So, because it's a flag now that they're setting. Yeah. So they had set it for five days. And in two years, they said, we're going to set it down to four days. And that, made, that became everybody's management incentives. So 100% right. The data is the end, the be-all, end-all, golden child. That's what you really want to get to is the data. And, and uh, you know, you know we, always try, we always try to be as transparent as possible, and I'm just going to throw it out there. Our philosophy here at Kalka, something that we drive heavily is we are a technology company first. We are a data driven company and we automate as much as we possibly can down to you know things like property selection property that we want to understand the data we want to be able to use api i mean we want to be able to use ai and different yeah. different different types of solutions that will make those processes Absolutely. faster we want to be able to source properties for investors yep. faster than anybody else can you come with us you spend the half hour you tell me all your criteria and in a snap, we're finding not only the best properties out there, or we're not we're not selling you on BS. We're not selling you the things that don't fit your criteria. We do that with properties. We do that with investors. We do this, but it's all data driven. And you're not going to see those returns in a week. No. You're not going to see those returns in a month. No. Over time, that data will go through your system, and you're going to work through your workflows just like you do today. And in five years from now, two years from now, you know whatever that that data will continue to accumulate. And as you have that data, you're going to be able to make so many, so much more informed decisions just to continuously evolve the company. And with you, what you're doing is you're using the existing data, right? You could have easily hired a development crew yep. and said, guys, we're going to build this thing. Mm -hmm. And you didn't say it. You said, you know what? I'm going to use this software, this software, and totally. this software. We're going to use APIs. Those, that's an internal um, way of communication. We're mm -hmm. going to integrate them. They're going to talk. Because to your point, you're not going to redevelop the software. I don't, I'll just use what's out there. I just need something in the middle that's going to pull it all together yep. and then workflow it out. And we did that for a very specific reason, right? We did that because we, although we want to be a technology company, we do not want to be a software company. No, you don't. That's we don't want that's, to be, there, there is, an excellent statement. There is no way we're going to keep up with Microsoft. There no. is no way we're going to keep up with Procore and some of the other systems no. that we use internally. And to, to constantly evolve and they have a whole research and development Absolutely. team at each one of these softwares. And I have probably six stages and each one has multiple softwares. So there's six, seven, eight, 10, 12, 20, 30 pieces of software that we integrate together right. all for different reasons, not to mention the sources that we're pulling data from. There's zero chance I'm keeping up with all no of those. By the time I'm done building the software, it's going to be outdated. Absolutely. You, you, you can't keep up with it. You just can't. The, the good thing is, is all the software companies see the value of integration now. Mm -hmm. They're all building APIs. Yeah. They're all building touch points where you can get to their data now. And that's going to make your job a lot easier because all you got to do is call out to the API, get the data, and then you need a central repository to store it, which is where we're looking for the Microsoft suite to be that workflow engine and that middle ground of 
storage for some of the key data. And why wouldn't we, right? Because we do everything in Microsoft. We have our email, yeah. we have our teams. We, have, we do everything in, in Microsoft anyway. You sign in, one login, have access to all this different stuff. It's there, we pay for it, and it's the perfect solution for what we're looking to do. And guys, it didn't happen overnight, right? Like no. even by the time you came in, we had several years. Well, look, look what happened when yeah. I came in, right? Yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. We were just talking about this before. <clears throat> you had already set up your SharePoint site. You already had your folder structures and you were going. Yep. And then we met and I started looking at what you had. And I remember, I remember this meeting and I said, why are you using folders? Yep. And you looked at me like, well, why wouldn't we? I'm like, well, use the metadata. Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean? And within the next week, I had this little proof of concept and watching your face go from, huh? To, oh my Lord. Because it makes perfect was sense. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got that concept. But again, you, you adapted. Yeah. Well, and you and still didn't have the, the full suite, the so, full gamut. So I want to say two things right there, right? One is if people don't understand what metadata is, right? Or, or, or what these, what are they? It's file, it's file folders, like a storage device versus what we're yeah, using. Yeah, so you have a document library. You can add folders like any other file yep. system. The metadata are these data elements yep. that you can use, that you use for data validation. You can use for data consistency. But more importantly, through the search they come up a lot quicker in search. Instead of interrogating a document or a folder, you got this metadata tag. It, you, make it, you make it mandatory fields. Yep. And again, you know, if, if there's, let's say you have 15 to 20 folder structures, everybody types it in differently. If somebody types a new folder structure in differently. Now, this is all contained within the back end of SharePoint. The document library can get the metadata tag from the list that you maintain on your own, and it pulls it in, and now it's part of the document library. So just to try to simplify what was just said, right? Standard folder structure like everybody has on their computer is you go to Project A. Within Project A, you go to Project Drawings. Within Project Drawings, these are all folders that I'm breaking down. You go to, um, you know, these are the original bid docs. These are the uh, sketches out in the field. These are this. You have all these different folders that are broken down until you get to the final folder you're looking for. It has three documents in there. Maybe you could search it. Maybe you could look for it, whatever, right? That's the standard, hey, everybody does it this Correct. way. Correct. The way that we are currently setting ourselves up and the way that we're kind of moving towards the future is picture the exact same structure. You click through it the exact same way. You still go to Project A. You still go to Project Folders. You still go to uh, you know, uh, Bid Docs or Sketches exactly the same way. When you get to the final, final quote-unquote folder or the final destination, you still have those same three documents. Only in the back end, all those documents are actually in one, let's call it database, right? One document library. Right, yep. One document library that it's actually querying that and, and filtering that every step of the way to finally get to your three your three folders. It'll feel the exact same way. Absolutely. But now you could filter it however you Correct. want. Correct. It's not right now with your folder structure, you're limited to only filtering those three that's, final that's it. documents and, that are in that final and folder. And you have to bleed through that, right? So if yep. I want to get let's say you have a folder structure that's nine deep. Yep. I have to click, 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 click. Yep. Well, if it's metadata, I filter on the ninth one and anything that is in reference to that now yep. shows up, Yep. right? So what's also good about this approach is you're gonna get your user base more accustomed because they can create their own views, right? So they're gonna start to say, you know, you're gonna wanna see the data in a specific way. Well, Bob is gonna wanna see it differently because Bob's in finance and mm -hmm. he wants to see the financial documents. It's gonna allow Bob to do his own. Yeah. Right, so we can have the standard, but if you really push the team, they'll start using it to help them 
And now, again, now you're helping financing and you, you, your intent wasn't even to help the finance department. And how many hours a day, a week, a month, yep. a year do people spend having conversations on where did you save that file? Why isn't that file yeah. on this folder? Why isn't that file? Absolutely. Imagine, that, imagine everybody can do whatever they want because right. all those files are in there. And Correct. that's just one. I mean, that's just scratching the surface. That is that's scratching like, the surface. That's like I mean, step one, right? That's yeah. step one in order Absolutely. to do it. But it's so, so powerful to understand the tools, you're already paying. You're already paying the 15 bucks a month or whatever Correct. it is that, that you're paying per user. Guys that are using Microsoft, you gotta kinda understand what you could really use it for. I'm gonna take it back a little bit, right? First meeting we had, six months ago, seven months ago, eight months ago, how long ago? I don't know, I'd say about six months ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. right? We had a meeting, maybe two, I don't remember, maybe one, but all I know is we had this meeting and after, after you left, my head spun, right? And I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. okay, fine. We know where we want to be. Right. We know where we want to go. What you did was just make the vision clear. And I wasn't ready for you yet, right? And that's what I, I wasn't well, ready. Well, if you remember, you, you, had, you, had the pro, you had the grand scheme. Yeah. You had it all. And when we started talking, you started to realize this thing is much bigger. I need to come up with something small yep. that we can agree on that get our feet wet let's get this moving in a smaller type thing and that's where this whole cold core interactive came from and there's been some steps along the way in order for me to really solidify i still have that same grand scheme yeah, like it didn't change right but there were steps to really that we took internally you know that you made clear to us that we were able to take to say okay we need to get it here right, right? when i finally got it here i've now brought you in and we said let's try to let's get one small taste and listen I'll tell you right now, the reason why I gave him a small taste was I've heard a lot of guys talk about this. And yeah. I'm going I'm to give you a commercial right now, right? I've heard a lot of guys talk about this. I've heard a lot of guys tell you what could be done and, and they, could, they could discuss it. But when it comes down to actually implementing it, it's a, it's a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster. I mean, to the point where, I mean, I could tell you stories for days. It's a disaster. So I said, okay, what, let's start with one small piece. One thing that... Listen, I love Calkin Interactive. We're doing great things here, but this doesn't affect the, the big business. This right. doesn't affect the real estate and construction business that pays all the bills and pays all the, you know, that's the bread and butter. So let's start with one small piece. And within one week of working on that, I was like, okay, you get it. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, and now we're further into it. We're further along. Like it's just going to, it's going to work wonders, not only for Calkin Interactive, it's going to bring this division of the company Correct. to a whole new level. Yeah. The sky is the limit Absolutely. when we start doing it for the rest of the company. And that's, that's the wonderful thing from my standpoint. When I see the aha moment in someone's face, that's it for me. Because it, it is a hard sell. We've talked about this. Yeah. It's very hard to get to express this to somebody who can't see the vision, who can't see it. Um, it's also the reason why I always do proof of concepts. I mean, look, my, my first work with you was what? It was just a basic throwaway proof of concept. I needed to showcase to you because... Because as much as I got it, I couldn't visualize it. Yeah, well, and, and, and you're, I consider you a high-end user, right? So think about how hard it is to explain to somebody who's just using Outlook and email. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, Outlook and Excel. You know, it's very hard for that vision. So the proof of concept stuff for me really, really works well. Um, and that's the wonderful thing about Office 365. You can create the throwaways. It's, you know, it's not a lot of time up front. It's not a lot of cost up front. It's very quick. It's what we call low code, mm -hmm. which means it's not a developer writing code. It's configuration based. I click this, I select this, I choose this, I drag that, and things are created. So mm -hmm. it, it makes it for a very easy way to do proof of concepts quickly. No, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited as 
as you can see. So let's talk about, we've, we've had conversations about just general software selection in general, right? And we've kind of kicked the idea around out on process versus, versus software and this and people, different people have different outlooks. And, and we have discussed earlier that most people historically, most companies have been a process first because they've been in business for 20 years, right? Yep. We're, we're process first and then we're, we're, we're software second. Or you have to find the software that meets the process, right? I have seen a trend, right? And I want to know what you think of this, right? I have seen a trend lately where businesses, there's, there's so many more startups, right? There's so many more people. They're the 23-year-old kids that are getting yep. into business that don't know anything else. They've never had a process. They, know, they just, okay, I want to be a marketing company or I want to be a whatever, right? Whatever company they're getting into. Software has come such a long way. Yes, it has. These off-the-shelf solutions, these out-of-the-box solutions have come such a long way that they all have their their niche, right? They all yeah. have the, that a lot of companies that are starting out that their processes aren't perfected. They haven't been doing it like a well on the machine. It's actually becoming a world and will continue, continue to evolve into a world where it becomes software first and the software drives the process. Absolutely, 100%. I agree with you. 10 years ago, it was process first, yeah. right? Because didn't, software didn't exist, yeah. so we had to develop our own. Well, that's costly, that's timely, so I gotta get that process down before I can develop the software. Companies came out, and now, to your point, the software has grown so, I mean, just for my personal example, I had to start, I had to institute payroll. I don't know how to do payroll. My software, comp, my software that was doing my accounting is now doing my payroll. Exactly. It's literally sign up for this, yeah. And it does everything. It pays the taxes. It does all everything for me, right? So totally. to your point, if I had to hire an accountant to go do that, or I had to develop a process to do that, no, it knows it. It knows the process. It knows what it's doing, and it, it basically does it all for me. So I agree with you completely. I think what's going what's gonna to happen is companies cannot be companies, mm -hmm. if, if I'm making any sense, right? To your point, a 20-something-year-old has an idea. Well, you know, to start up a company, it's very complicated. You got to get all of this stuff. And well, now that can sort of be backburned and I can just hire someone to configure that and to mm -hmm. just, you know, do that. I can focus more on business. And that's where I think the value is really, really coming in. And companies see, you see, first of all, look at all the, look at all the mergers and acquisitions, right? Everybody's buying up everybody. We were just talking about mm -hmm. this. I think it's Salesforce bought Slack, right? Okay, Slack's a great collaboration tool. Salesforce wants to get more collaboration into it. How do we do that? Let's acquire this. Let's plug this in, build this in. Um, I think that's, I think you're 100% right. That's exactly the way it's going to go. And it's going to be software first. Yeah. Absolutely, w without a doubt. It, it's not what I was used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's in my to, head, it's yeah, absolutely. To, especially from it coming is. from the world where. Yeah. You I was a developer. You were Absolutely. creating the software. Yes, I you was. You know, how could, no, yeah. and you came from a world, from a big company, right? You used to work at Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder. And yeah. you came from a big world, from a big company, that there is no software that exists that's going to run Estee Lauder. No. It's just not there. No. I don't even know if it's there today. Like, I, some companies just, it's not there. But for the majority of us companies, for the majority of you guys watching this, Correct. There's probably a software solution Absolutely. that has been created by guys that are smarter than me, smarter than you, smarter than us, right? That makes a lot of sense, right? Sure. And maybe they're 90% of the way, the way there, and the last 10%, suck it up. Absolutely. Suck it up. Adapt, right? Suck it up and adapt. 
if it's the right solution. I'm not saying to pick any box and like no. say it's the right solution. It has to be the right solution. You got to do your homework. It has to be. It took us year. It t- literally took us about the last three years to architect what our software wants to be. You have a lot. You, you, there's a lot of moving parts in your in your world with your software. And people don't even. I, and I'm going to say it again because I don't think people comprehend it. It took us three years to choose the right. softwares yeah. that we want. Right. It took us three years to architect the entire solution from point A to point Z on exactly what softwares we're going to want. And those are the buckets. Right. Uh, we we literally created what what I call the conveyor belt. Right. Mm-hmm. I think about the journey of a customer, the journey of a piece of property, the journey of whatever it is your product is. I think about what it is from start. Right. What it is from business development to sales, to manufacturing or delivering a product or delivering a service, through to the finances and, and invoicing that, to the collections, to the data that we're gonna drive later on to make better decisions, to continue to evolve all those things. Every business, I look at it as a process. And every one of those buckets, every one of those those key points, those key touches, might have a different software element. Maybe yeah. one software will do two things, maybe it won't, right? But you have all these different touches that will run each department or each piece of the conveyor belt and you establish this entire quote unquote process or suite of software that you're gonna use and then you integrate each one of those pieces together with something like Microsoft. It took us yeah. three years, three years to establish that. Well, if you think about it, right? Integration, is something that a lot of them do, but not all of them do. So to your point, you know, you go to buy a software, you're not, most people don't look at integration, right? They just look at it, does it, does it accomplish, the, you know, you, you make your list, these are the things I need from this software package, and does this thing yep. facilitate that? You're not looking at integration. So now all of a sudden when you're on this bigger path, you're like, well, do you have APIs? Well, no, we're, we're there. And it's like, no, no, when? Yeah. When are you there? What's your roadmap? Because I, I, if integration is that, that now becomes my number three item in the list and to your point you got to look at the software yeah. you really you really do and most software companies give you the free trials i mean yeah. you've you've done it right We've, you've listen. signed up you've, <laughs> you're getting Dozens. hounded by software Dozens. companies absolutely yeah. but you got to do that homework right yeah. what fits me what suits and, me and the integration was the hardest part right Correct. so yes. like and, yes. and and the way that we look at it just to kind of give you a little bit more of the on the top right so we have at the top that's where our, our CRM is, right? Yep. It was very important for us to, depending on what we're doing, right? Whether that's real estate, construction, development, capital, whatever it is that, that we're working on, right? Each one of our other buckets has a, has a best-in-class operation software. But we wanted our CRM right. to make sure that we knew what everything else was right. doing. And then all those things will establish their process and, and, and do their job. But then it all has to integrate into one finance Absolutely. system, right? Right. So to, in order to integrate all that and understand that, okay, fine, when, I have, when I'm managing a piece of property and I'm using you know, uh, Yardi or whatever, I'm using that and it integrates back into my investor platform right. so my investors can see, okay, I gave you X amount of dollars. What am I getting in return? This and that. In order to have all those things integrated across the board, it took a very long yeah. time and it took a lot of conversations, yeah. a lot of demos, a lot of trial and error, a lot of things in order to architect that entire system. But we did it because we understand that it's the future, right? Absolutely. Like we are literally, the business is being built now, right? We have been working for three years to build all that up and make it so that 
we're ready to scale. I don't care if we're, we have a hundred guys, a thousand guys, whatever right. it is. The the, the system yes. is literally built to scale up to whatever we need it to scale up and to. With, and with the software, the way it is today, with the architecture, scalability is, is common now, right? Yeah. So it's just basically add more, add more servers, add more CPU, and you're good to go. You can spin up higher, you can spin down lower. What I also like what you did too is you didn't try to find the one size fits all. A lot of companies, I've seen it, I've been a part of it. They tried to get everything, CRM, financing. And you have to realize financing is on its own world. Totally. It's always going to have its own world. We're never going to make something fit their world. So you, the way you chose to do it is you said, I'm not looking for the be-all, end-all. I just need these, these pieces to talk. And that's where the key is, right? You didn't try to go for that because it would have been, it would have been futile. You would have yeah. gotten frustrated and said, you know what? I'm sorry, this is impossible. There's nothing out there. And you would have stopped. And, and you know how many times people had said along the way, excuse me, um, why don't you just build it, right? Yeah, no. Like, no way. You know, no way. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. And building it, maybe it's good for six months. Maybe it's good for a year. Maybe it's good for three years, right? Eventually, there'll become a time where you're trying to rebuild it. You're trying to redo it. You're well, trying to Well, then you up. become a software house. Yeah. Like you said, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to build it with a long-term vision of selling it or doing something else with it. But when you, start to, when you start to become a software house, and that's a mistake a lot of companies with big money yeah. do. They develop these things, and now they're in these situations where they have all this custom stuff. But now I got all these SaaS yeah. providers that are providing similar functionality, right? This piece can be done by that SaaS. This piece, now you say, well, what are we going to do with this? And now try to decouple that. Now it's part of your business process, yeah. right? Now it's part of your critical mass. Yeah. Decoupling that becomes a nightmare. And it becomes a weak point, right? Because yes, it is. It, that's my point. So, you're not a software house, right? No. You're no. not a software house. You're, you're not. That's not what most of us are in the business of doing. So to try to do that, just it doesn't work, right? You can't evolve fast enough. No. So for me, it just made sense on my third third time around it like the, you know listen i built the custom software i've done that and and you learn your lessons it just made sense to me and most of the time it made sense to me to get get somebody who was already doing it most of the time you find that the guys that are leading the way the big names the big softwares in your in your industry they're leading away for a reason right and once they start to lead the way this is what's this is what's a little screwed up about it right and, and in most cases right once they start to lead the way it's very difficult to catch them, right? Because Salesforce, for oh, instance, yeah. right? Now we don't we don't use Salesforce, oddly enough, but Salesforce was a huge piece of the puzzle. We it was it was very much considered. We decided not to use it because we felt it was too heavy and there were yep. simpler solutions. Mm -hmm. But Salesforce is leading the way. It's going to be very difficult to catch a company right. like Salesforce because they just Salesforce because they just keep spending money and they keep getting better and they and they need a collaboration tool. They buy Slack. Absolutely. You know, they just you just go out companies that are that well capitalized. It's very difficult to catch. You're not going to keep them. No. You're not going to catch up with them. And so, and this is other software companies that that's what they're in the business to do. And and here's the thing: the the one who wins are, are the are the users, right? Because you got the small guys trying to compete. You got the big guys trying to either buy in the small guys or improve what they already have because they want to keep their market share. The user winds up getting. You're going to benefit from yeah. that, right? You know, is it a monopoly? Is it not? You know, we can have that whole conversation. But the reality is you're going to get a better product because they're going to constantly try to improve it. 
if it's yours and you're developing on your own, it's it's well, a, it, that's such a rabbit hole. If Microsoft stopped, Google would catch them, right? I mean, that's Correct, a, they're, yeah. they're far yeah. ahead, right? But if Microsoft would stop, Google would catch them. Correct. And uh, and I think that it's it just to me, don't be in the software game. Pick the ones that make the most sense, and then use integrations like we're doing yep. to integrate them all together and make them work. And that's how you customize it. You customize it by what's the handoff, what's the data being passed Correct. from one to the next. And what's the data at the end? How do you accumulate all that data from all these pieces into one key platform dashboard, whatever you want to call it, that makes it so that you can read it easily. You can make key business decisions. You get all those KPIs. You take that big data. And now that AI is hitting, hitting real big. Yeah. You, you put some machine learning behind that. Totally. You put some, some sort of AI process behind that. You're going to see data. You're going to see trends that you would never think you'd see, yeah. right? So, I mean, that's – and AI is just, you know, in my opinion, it's just getting started. It's, just, it's, it's And that – there's a real opportunity there, yeah. right? Because yes. a lot of these – a lot of people haven't got that yet, right? In 10 years from now, that AI is going to be available to everybody. It's like going to get a Big Mac, right? <laughs> but today, a lot of people haven't gotten that. So if you invest in that, if you're ahead of the curve, if yeah. you understand the power Correct. of machine learning and power of AI and understand that literally you could process this data, right? Get ahead yeah. of the curve. Get the data. Get the data in your business. And you could process that data instantly. Yep. Instantly, right? It's no more, as long as you understand what you want to process and what you're looking for and it's repetitive, it happens instantly, right? There's no more and guys. On, and on, on any data element you choose, yeah. demographics, and, and anything, right? It's, so as long as the data is there, the AI and the machine learning, as long as you can tell it what it is you want to, what you're looking for, what you, what, how you want to categorize this, then yeah, absolutely. In, in, so for real estate, right? I'm going to talk real estate. I'm going to talk our business, right? If we want to target markets, prime markets, submarket, whatever, we want to target markets, right? That jobs are rising, crime is down, um, you know, uh, uh, there's been development. So, so we see retail, we see industrial, we see Amazon, right? I, I only want... Somebody came in here the other day and they're like, we only look in markets like because they look at small like tertiary markets for like uh, it, whatever, right? But, but one of the, I don't want to give their whole business model, but one of the things that they said to me, and I don't think they'll care that I say it, is they only look in areas that there's a Starbucks or a Walmart. He's like, because I know that it's built up enough to have a Starbucks and Walmart. Good point. Right? And now I know that it'll support my business. And sure. like I was like, wow, that's a, that's a great. That's interesting. It's a great way to look at it, right? How did they get to that point? It, by, by processing they processed data, right? it, yeah, They got the data. Right? It, was, it was just in this particular business, it was very kind of unique that they looked at it that way and I and thought it was very important. But but let's say that was one other thing. I only want a Starbucks within a 30-mile race. I only want to Once you establish that criteria, you spend five hours, six hours establishing that criteria and understanding what someone's really looking for and where they're looking for it and what drives, what their KPIs are, what their drivers are, right? It's no longer searching data and searching data and being on LoopNet for hours and hours and hours trying to figure out alerts to what came on, what came on. The, you literally click a button yeah. and, it, and it's done. Absolutely. And it's constantly going out there and searching the internet for new, new and data. And the thing with data. AI machine learning, the more data, the better it gets. Yeah. So that's why the big boys in the world, the Googles, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, they're all using AI at this point. And you can see it because their targeting is getting better and better and better, yep. right? I, just the other day, I went into a Wendy's, bought a cup of coffee with a credit card, came outside, sat in my car for two minutes, opened up Facebook, and there's a Wendy's ad. Yep. Think about what had to occur and look how fast that happened. Yep. So the big boys are doing it, yep. right? It's just a matter of time before, to your point, 
it's going to be on my cell phone and I'm going to swipe through certain demographics and certain markets yeah. and say, yep, that's the one I want. I mean, just, just, I mean, from a marketing standpoint, Google alone, some of the things they're dealing with geotargeting and this and geofencing. Oh geofencing. Geofencing is incredible. I, you literally, if, if, if you want to target homeowners that are doing work and that you just put a geofence around Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Right? You put a geofence yeah. around Home Depot, right? And then if they come into your office, you can, you know, once they walk in the door with their phone, you count that as a conversion because they know that they walk into your office. They're even at a point now where they call IP targeting. They can target an IP address. Really? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah I mean, yeah, it's it's getting to that level, right? So the fence is around the yard. The IP targeting is in the actual home itself, the router, and the whole the whole nine yards. And so, listen, and, and that might some of the yeah, some of it scares people. And and I, I'm not here to tell you whether I like it, don't like it. Yeah. This, that, <laughs> quite frankly, I don't care. It doesn't matter what my opinion is. It's happening, right? Right. So I want to use it to my my exactly, advantage, yeah, right? Yeah. And, that, and that's what I'm going to do. But you don't have to get so complex. You don't have to be so scared of it, right? You learn it. You understand it. You keep on evolving over time and really kind of understanding what drives your business, how to use this data, right. talk to guys like you, talk, you know, bring you in and really kind of how do, I, how do I really take this data and use it as a tool? And, and to that's, where, that's where the key comes, right? So you spun off your SharePoint. You know, kudos to you guys because you guys really went beyond where I would think a normal company would go, you know, just not knowing SharePoint and stuff. But to your point, get somebody in there who understands it, right? Get somebody in there that who can help guide you through this whole process and be the architect, be the idea guy, you know, that you can bounce off of. You know, when you and I sit in a room, we start talking, you know, ideas fly. Yeah. And it's and it's a great it's a great back and forth and it works very well. If you're trying to do it on your own, you know, you're looking up Google, you're looking up and tech documents. You really can't go that route. And 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 to, to that point it's a group effort, right? Like, Absolutely. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you know even Markella what her job is and with Colk Interactive, right? And the process she goes through. I'm not gonna tell you know uh, my finance department what they need and how they right. want to do it. You got to bring them in. You got to ask questions. You got to understand their pain points. You got to understand Correct. how you want to help them because you can't do everything. But it doesn't have to be that complex. It doesn't have to be that no. big. You could start small. The things that you do every day. That same email. Correct. That same task. That same folder structure. That same thing that. Every day. I, all, I say it all the time. Doing. I can guarantee you I can sell most people on, they have Office 365 on just workflow alone because I know every business has something. You get an email, you then send it over to Becky, Becky reviews it and she sends it to Bob in finance. That entire thing can be automated. Mm -hmm. Think about that alone, right? Yeah. Just that one little piece to your point. Take that small piece. What is the time savings on a day-to-day -day basis from that? And then turn around and say, well, how long is Becky reviewing it before it goes over to Bob, right? So that becomes your data point. Becky, listen, you know, it's taken you three days to review this document, get it over to finance. Can we do a little better here? Totally. What, how, how could, what can I do for you to make this work better for you? And now you have a happy employee, you have an increased productivity, and you got people using the software that you're, to your point earlier, you're already paying for. Yeah. I mean, and he... I, there's just so many things, right? I could judge my subs on their recs, right? They, they every month yeah. they put in their requisitions. They want to know, I want to get paid for X, Y, Z, this, that. The, if every single month I have the same subs, I have this problem, I have this problem, I have this problem. At the end of the day, I could automatically spit out a report card yes. and say, hey, sub A, I don't like what you've been doing because you're doing, you know, you get a D in this because it judges how many revisions, how many, th Absolutely. there's a million things that you could do yes, once you, you have that data. Yes. I'm not saying I'm going to do that to the subs, but I, I might, <laughs> but like there's a million things that we can do once you have the data Just and once it's all there. Open your mind. Yeah. Right. 
open your mind to see where you could possibly utilize something as simple as what we're talking about. You know, you're expanding. You're 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 going to you're going to the next level. You're going to your end end vision. And but that's 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 what we set out to do. Correct. That's what we. Well, that's where be. everybody should yeah. wind up yeah. going, right? So in the end, yeah, you're going to start with this small process, and you're going to say, you know what, that worked pretty well. You know what? I'm going to now put this in sales. So I got I got I got finance in there. Let's put sales and marketing in there. And then, and let's see what we can do with this. And then all of a sudden you start to notice, well, I can, these are a lot of touch points with these multiple. So why don't we just automate these touch points? And it just, it grows, you know? So even if you don't see the vision like you, yep. if you start with something small, I can guarantee you, you're going to see that small value add. Once you start to see that, then it's a snowball effect. And, and do it over time. Start implementing yes. these over time. Just start with the basic workflows. The, the things that you have over and over and over. And not only is it going to save you time, it's going to save you money. It's going to make everyone that's working with you happier because it's going to make their job easier. And well, they won't get if rid you of think about madness. it, what is the most annoying part of most people's? It's the day-to-day task. And the monotony. The, 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 monotony. The, the same task over and over again, doing it over and over again, that's where, they, that's where you're not getting innovation. They're not trying to improve the overall process because they're stuck in that mode of doing the day-to-day. Simple. If you can automate that, you're freeing up time, you're freeing up innovation and I always tell everybody and, and I'm gonna so I tell everybody that most of their day is spent on thinking about what they're supposed to do next right <laughs> what is the next thing I'm supposed to do you do one thing it's like oh great yeah I did it you yep. know you feel accomplished because yep. you, you sent those emails or your inbox is cleared or whatever what do you do next right Gearing up, grabbing your book, reading your notes reading that understanding what the next task is itemizing those tasks understanding yeah. that task list that's that's a big, big portion of your day. Yeah. What we've done here is, and, and started to, we're not done, but we're going to be, right? What we've done here is we automate that, right? Where like you literally get an email and say, the baton has been passed yes. to you. That goes into a whole list of your tasks, right? Yep. But you get an email saying the baton has been passed to you. You're now up. Here are your tasks. And we drive that all with a system that we call K-Dot, K-A-Y-D-O-T, Right. My little logo down here, K dot. That's where it comes from, right? But we call K dot, where K dot sends you a task, right? And it's like our Alexa or our there. Yeah. It's our smart or intelligent business process system, whatever you want to call yeah. it. That says, here you go. K dot yep. has assigned you X, Y, and Z these tasks. And every single time we do anything, K dot will inform the next person that yep. we pass the baton off to them. And if you do that, and and you work through a system, and you don't have to get that complex with it. You don't have to do that. But just sending that email saying, hey, you know, Mary or hey Sue. You know, you're up. You have to send this invoice. And, you know, when the invoice is sent, great. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Someone gets informed that the invoice is sent. Whatever it is that you guys are doing constantly. But also evolve. think about later on where you can get sophisticated enough to say, also check and validate the invoice itself. Right. You know, help these people out. Say, listen, I spotted this. And this is where the AI stuff comes in. You know, this doesn't look right. This looks off. So it's, hey, Mary, this invoice is ready to go out, but I've noticed something here on this line item, something here on this line item, or did you know that this line item, this product goes along with this line item, and you should suggest, you know, that, you, you see where I'm going with yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. That's where the whole, to, to your point, and then it becomes assistive, yeah. right? So you're, you're, you're getting rid of the mundane day-to-day stuff, and you're allowing the team now to be innovative, and allowing the team to be uh, more thought-provoking in how do I improve the more, overall process. They have more data to make better. They Absolutely. stop spending their time thinking about what they're supposed Correct. to do, and they spend their time thinking about how to make it better. You got it. And and like things like as simple as it is, right? Look, a ton of service providers are going to be listening right now, right? You provide a service, 
right? By the time that service is complete, your project management team then has to submit some sort of documentation to the finance department. Maybe that takes two days, right? Maybe it takes three days. And then the finance department then gets it on, on the 12th and bills it out on the 15th. That's another three days, yep. right? And, and then by the time you get paid, it's 15 days after that, 30 days after that, whatever it is that, you know, net 30, whatever, right? Imagine you could say, hey, project management team, I need you to get that down to one day, two days. You save a day there. Hey, invoice team, I need you to invoice that within 24 hours of you getting it, right? Which is more, that's, that's more than acceptable. Most of it's just sitting, in, sitting there right there on their desk anyway. Sure. They're just not even realizing it because you're not giving them the information or the data telling well, them how that, long it takes. Let's say it takes me three days to review this. If the data is there to help me review it, right? And the data says this looks good, yeah. right? I'm no, doing less of that. But I'm taking it even a step step back, right? Simplifying it, right? To the point where, and I, I agree with you 100%, but I'm simplifying it where yes. if you eat up the three days here, the three days here, and it's oh, a yes. week before you invoice, right. you get it down to two days, Correct. your cash flow is going to be better. Absolutely. It's a direct return on investment. To your point. It's and that, a direct And that's just process, that's right? Just, that's, that's just, simple. That's, just, that's, that's just, just basic. That's A-level stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's basic task management, yeah. right? That's like, here, Becky, this is yours now. You do it, you do it, you do it. Nothing else changes other than that's automated. And if I can improve that, right? That's it. And Becky in finance yeah. isn't doing anything wrong. No. She's not not doing no. her job. She has a million things to Correct. do. And there's really no nothing that grades her no. on what gets out. It gets out when it gets out, and it does what it does, and it is what it is, right? And it just sits in her inbox for an extra day or two because she was going over these other reports or doing this. But imagine there was a direct grade that said, listen, at the end of the month, we're going to review this. And listen, right now it's five days. We really got to work to get it down to three. And then when it's three, we really got to work to get it down to two. And if you keep on if you keep on getting those things better and better and better over the course of time, yep. you're going to be a better company for Listen, it. People, and you're going to make more people money. People want to be guided. When I implemented some of, my, some of my, big, my bigger workflows, it was at first not taken with good reception. But once I included it in my overall review process, you know, saying, listen, you know, your, your stuff's coming in late, eight, you know, let's say 5% of the time. Do me a favor. You get it to 2%. We got a bonus coming up. You got your raise coming. You know, my point is, is yeah. people want people want that guidance, yeah. right? But how do I give it, right? You got thirty people working under you. How, how do you give it? Well, if you're just simple from what you just described, simple process flows, nothing else, you can then see how things are moving. You can then instruct people, improve your job, help them on their jobs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, I mean, listen, we could probably talk about this for days. My point to everybody is <laughs> if you're not, if you're not looking at things like this and, and I, I hope we didn't overwhelm anybody more because yeah. it seems yeah, so when you and I get together, because <laughs> it seems overwhelming. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot you can do. There's a lot there. Right. But for the very, very simple basics of just task mass management, just workflow, right. just the passing of the baton or the, or the, Hey, let's try to get this down to, to two days instead of five. Simple, simple things, just implementing a handful of things that drive even, your business. Even what we talked about, folders to metadata. Yeah. That's simple alone. And letting people view it and filter it and sort it, right? It will make the world Should, of difference. Right. You know, you have to remember if it's 16 deep, where in the six, where, what level is the eighth guy? Where is he? Where is he buried or yeah. she buried? That doc. That alone. And not only that, naming, right? So, so right now your files, the way that you name them, right? If they're not named perfectly, you can't find them. 
Right. Right. Whereas with metadata, metadata, what happens is a, a window pops up and it says, what project is this for? Project A. You know, what, where, what is the address of that project? Here it is. What's the date? And automatically populates. What's this? You know, what is this for? What's the status? Right. <laughs> right. And now the yeah. status says pending. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, when you change that status in that file from pending to approved, you don't have a whole bunch of duplicated files. Right. You don't have the pending one and then the approved one. And then the, how many times do you have all these oh different files gosh. and all these different things? You change that status. Right. It's the same file in the same place, just different information, and you could access Look it how many companies have done that. I have a proposal document. I take that same document, and I call it proposal underscore approved. Yep. Right, because yep. then you know the word underscore approved means it's approved. If you do it that and way, and somebody else, but somebody else says accepted, or somebody but, says but, but final. But think about that. Yeah. Now, that, do, that document is replicated how many times? Mm -hmm. Right? Over and over and over mm -hmm. on those different statuses. That's not the original document, And if right? you do it perfectly, it's still a pain in the ass. Absolutely. But what happens if you don't do it perfectly? Correct. One says, one says accepted, one says approved, one says final, one says this. Yep. You know, it just gets to be a whole clusterfuck, obviously, of, of information yep. that just, it doesn't work, right? No. But if you could have these this metadata that's actually sourcing it for you, because it's giving you the answers, right? It's yep. a dropdown. You yep. get, you know, it's a dropdown, approved. You know, you can't screw it up. Data consistency, data validation, you can't right? Screw You're it not up. typing it in wrong. Yep. You're picking from a dropdown. I can only pick. And now What's it's in there? one big database for everyone to search. Correct. Just that small change alone Correct. could change a business. I agree completely. And you do one at a time. Yep. And eventually you'll get to the point where you're doing all of them. Correct. And if you could get to the point where you're doing all of them, you're going to be in a class that no one else. That's what we're trying to build here, yep. right? We're trying to build a technology company that focuses on real estate and construction that's in a technology class of its own. Not by reinventing the wheel, not by spending millions and millions and millions of dollars inventing our own software, by just using the tools that, that we have in a smart, intelligent way and in a way that was designed, we spent a lot of time designing yep. it, designed to do it that way. And if you take the time to do it, you could change the game. It really is a game changer. I agree. I agree. Well, listen, Tony, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for you. coming Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank it's you great. for everything you're doing for us and working I'm through excited. that. I'm excited. Um, anybody needs to get in touch with you, how do they do it? Uh, alucidi at ltechconsulting.com. Awesome. What's your uh, ltechconsulting.com, your website? ltechconsulting.com. ltechconsulting.com. Reach out to them at the very least. Have a conversation down to earth. We could take it from this big to this big. Um, he could really help you out, and, uh, and it's made a difference for us, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Thanks for it, coming Rob. in and talking with us. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs>